This is the Ridiculous People Podcast, you yes, guys. Rate and review and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Anywhere mm-hmm. you get your podcasts, really. Anywhere. Anywhere. And follow us on social media, too. Um, we are on Twitter at A Ridiculous Pod. That's right. And we're we're here. We're out here to talk about movies. We talk about TV. We do. We talk about what we think about it. Yeah. The as biz. The, the fucking lady showbiz. types. We are lady types. If you couldn't tell from the voices, the quality of it, we are women. <laughs> the pitch and the timber. The timber. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Shan, A-L-U-X-S-H-A-N. Please do. It's a and rewarding experience. Also on Instagram because that's me. I'm Alex Shannon. It Hi. is. That is you. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, my 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 thingy is at Liviosa. L-I-V-I-O-S-A-H. Believe it or not, I work in social media for a living. Thingy. Which is weird. <laughs> Handle? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I'm just jazzing you know it up. Listen, English is an evolving language. Hashtags this yeah. and hashtags that. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. Even, just why don't you guys have... just hashtag me a hashtag. Yeah. And let me know. We'll shout it out. What you think. On the pod next I guess. week or something. Maybe we no. won't. We'll probably forget. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. What did you watch this week, Liv? What did I watch this week? Well, I I watched, um, we both watched yeah. Annihilation. I know. It was a trick question. I knew the answer. You did know the answer. <laughs> um. It's like on those talk shows. Yeah, it is. You know, where the producers go, ask her about your camping trip. Right, right, right. And he goes, I uh, hear you went on a camping trip. And then everyone acts surprised. I like that this is a 1970s late night variety show. That's right. That you're hosting. Yeah. That's right. Um. Yeah, we watched Annihilation. It was, yeah. It was a goddamn it was a mind fuck. Fucking half. <laughs> it's crazy shit. Yeah, bro. I was not okay. No, <laughs> neither of us were okay. Here's the thing. I read an article that was literally called Don't Do Drugs and See Annihilation. So then I texted Alex immediately and said, yo. We have to be not sober and, and go, see, go annihilation. see Annihilation. So we did. And I see why that article was written. Yeah, but I, I don't regret a goddamn thing. No, no, no. No regrets. Hashtag I don't no regret regrets. a goddamn thing. It was crazy. It was absolutely insane. It was so beautiful. Like, it was just visually very stimulating. Yeah, it was. It was... I thought the acting was really great. Yeah. I really liked the writing. Now, I will say... Mm. I didn't fully know what the controversy was Me going neither. into it. I, I hadn't really heard, like, anything about it. I saw, like, an image of... Natalie Portman like shooting a gun and screaming like yeah. in front of a tree. And I well, was like, okay, I, um, okay. We saw the trailer <laughs> before something, something we saw. And I remember the oh, trailer right. with that awesome music. You and know? Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And we were and like, I was like, oh, dope. Let's yeah. go see that movie. Yeah. I was like, it's He's Sleeping Beauty. I'm yeah, in. That's Sign what it looks up. like. That is exactly what it seemed right. like. Um, but yeah, there was a little bit of racial controversy controversy apparently yeah apparently the uh two of the main characters were supposed to be asian was the main character was supposed to be asian and the, and like the natalie portman yeah, was Portman's. supposed to be asian right and jennifer jason lay was supposed to be native american oh according to now okay so i the book yes but i heard it was technically according to the second book it's a trilogy oh so apparently according to the second what book, where the fuck does it go <laughs> Dude, yo, oh I don't know. But I also heard it deviated a lot, which some people were very upset by. But um, no, oh, all right, well, 
So, you know, the book so, sounds terrifying. It sounds it's like, mad. It's scary. like told. OK, so we're on the subway platform, both yeah. like deeply shaken and also stirred <laughs> yeah. and like and Liv looks up the Wikipedia mm-hmm. article on like what the book was right yeah. and you were the one that said you read to me on the platform I as did. I was like <laughs> having a panic <laughs> and it was told in like field notes style. yeah it was so it was the biologist who that's Natalie Portman it was her field notes and everyone was like it was like a psychologist a psychologist a biologist a physicist mm-hmm. and something else I don't remember um I don't remember the last person. There, she was, well, in the movie, there was an EMT. Right. I bet, yeah. That was Gina Rodriguez's character. I think it was that. Something. I don't fucking. I don't remember. Listen. Point being, yeah, they, and apparently they were never named. So it was That's just so spooky. That's spooky, right? <laughs> oh my God. Um, and it was like this group of women, but they never explained why it was all women, but it was like very notable that it was all women. So yeah. then it was like something really eerie happened to the dudes, you know, because like. <laughs> They're all dead. Yeah. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but it was crazy. So, yeah, so that book sounds really scary. Yeah, that sounds yeah. absolutely interesting. I don't right? know. So, uh, yeah, that sucks. That does that, suck. That that character was not Asian. And, it's, and I heard, so yeah. the director defended himself. Alex mm-hmm. Garland defended himself by saying that he had only read the first one. Oh, okay. And then it wasn't a true adaptation, technically, because he just, um, like, read it and then wrote the script from what he remembered. Yeah, he just kind of threw it away. Yeah, because that was like his whole thing was he was like, it. reading it felt like a dream. So you know how you like remember a dream? Which I was like, okay, interesting. The movie felt like a dream. Right, right? Fucked up. So that was, I know, like a fucking nightmare. (laughs) One of those weird nightmares that you wake up from and you're like, I mean, it wasn't scary, but I'm scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was his defense, which like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. But I also will say like, Here's the deal. Like, yeah. it, it, I'm like, having seen it, yeah. I'm surprised it got made. I know, period. Period. Right? And it, it's such an interesting and like, yeah, I don't know, genre pushing yeah. and like challenging movie. Definitely. Which is very exciting, but also I find like it's very hard to get those kinds of movies made. Yeah, and period. so. The two biggest names in it yeah. are Natalie Portman and Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Gina Rodriguez adding a little something mm-hmm. something, and Tessa Thompson adding yeah. a little something something yeah. as well. But a little seasoning, if you a will. A little seasoning. <laughs> well, but also like they they are incredible actresses, but yeah. they don't have nearly the same amount of no. clout as those first two women. They can't get you know not yet. They're also mad young. That's true, and I mean children. I, I I don't know if Jennifer Jason Lee has a an Oscar, but she's definitely been nominated. She's, I think she's, Natalie she, Portman has an Oscar. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? So like, those she are the kinds too. of people that you attach to a project to make it. Yeah. You know, those are the kinds of names that get it made. Well, apparently you also know? they even had trouble getting, they didn't do a theatrical release. Um, yeah. Abroad. Cause they thought people would be too dumb. People wouldn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. They, so, it went straight to Netflix yeah. in Europe. Yeah. Right. And shit. Except for like London, I think. Yeah. So something. yeah, something yeah, it was like, like it was like parts of the UK mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got it on Netflix and parts of it got the after right. release. Yeah, I, I think like I don't know. I think we're not like unfortunately we're not there yet. Yeah. To have like um like that kind of movie just all women. Yeah. Led by a woman of color. Like 
very unfortunately, if you have a white guy directing, he's yeah. not going to make a point to make that happen. He's going he's going to be like, well, I'm going to attach right? people to it that make it go. That's the thing is I feel like, yeah, I feel like if, you know, I mean, it, it depends on what kind of movie you're trying to make. And this is a studio film. And so the yeah. studio is going to hire a white guy, most likely. And they're going to want, you know names and faces you know so yeah. at some point it is i will say a smaller studio film based on how much marketing it is there was that's which true. was not very much no, so uh-uh. they clearly didn't give him a ton of money no and that's the thing it's like if they're already you know i think if they had found a way somehow to afford all those effects indie it may have been different but right that's not what it was you know yeah you know i it, i don't know and that's that's the really unfortunate part is like reconciling you know, something like Black Panther being so incredible, yeah. something like Wrinkle in Time being so incredible. Yeah. Both of those really pushing the envelope, but then also realizing that the, they are the exception still. Yeah, they are. They are still very much the exception. And we still need to be like definitely calling out moments when they need to do better. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. You can't just cast Natalie Portman and ignore the fact that she's not supposed to be white, you right, know, and things right. like that. But like, but also... I don't know. I, I like I can't help but appreciate that as a good movie. Yeah. Having I mean, seen it and not knowing that going in. But that's the thing. I like at least it was a good movie because so many movies are will whitewash so bad. it and then will be <laughs> shit. Hashtag the Great Wall. Like, you know, well, and it's also like, like they, it wasn't all only white women. I think that was a huge Luckily, saving grace. You I know, think that the fact that they had Gina Rodriguez and Tessa Thompson as characters who Spoiler alert, don't die first. Right, um, yeah. You know. And like, they're, they're all, like, very well-fleshed-out, interesting, well-performed parts. Exactly. You know? I think that was, like, huge, you know. It would have been one thing if it was all four of the women had been white. Then I feel like people would have been, like, oh. But right. it was good. Well, and, and, <laughs> and they're original. And they're women in and, STEM, and they're women in right. the military, and, you know. It's already such a big deal that these are, this was a female-driven yeah, That's what I mean. And I'm like, Which please like, don't yikes. kill every female-driven sci-fi yeah. because they're not perfect yet. Yeah, right. You know, like, not all of them can be absolutely perfect. Yeah. Like, we do need to be paying more attention to who's behind the camera. Exactly. And then See, what happens the in front of the camera will mimic it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm, like, a lot more ready to, yeah, talk about who did it. You know what yeah. I mean? Rather than, like, this actor should have been this. You know, it's like... right. Yeah, they didn't make that because also you, you know because just so you like we have no idea like I was initially kind of annoyed at the casting oh, of really? Margot Robbie as oh. Tanya Harding because oh right you did she mention that yeah yeah got thrown in a fat suit right and right. whatever and yeah. like got you know people were talking about like well is she going to do prosthetics right. to make her face look bigger blah yeah. blah blah and yeah. I was immediately really annoyed I was like, of course yeah. why can't you just get an actress that is like her actual size and yeah. isn't a fucking model right, and whatever right. and isn't perfect looking like Margot Robbie. But then, mm-hmm. you know, to hear the full story of how Margot Robbie yeah. found, like founded this company, found yeah. this script, right. needed to make it, put her, you know, her whole entire yeah. like yeah. sweat, blood, tears into making this movie happen as a mm-hmm. producer and casting herself as the lead role because mm-hmm. she was like, I think that this kind of story needs yeah. to be told and it needs to be told in the right way. Right. And I'm going to put my entire confidence behind it. In right. fact, I'm going to play her, you right. know, right. Um, like it, that I regret having said, mm-hmm. you know, fuck right. that or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> before, because, you know, it was a great story to hear. 
right, and I thought right. I think that like had she not yeah done yeah. it then it wouldn't have been made that and, is very true right. um that movie was her movie in a yeah. lot of ways even though she wasn't the director you right, know she right. had everything to do with a lot you know, I don't yeah. know. So I just think like, we don't know, like, I don't know the full story yeah, of yeah. like Natalie Portman's involvement or Jennifer Jason Lee's involvement. And like, who knows? Like I, I have a sneaking suspicion that they're the reason that it got made at all. Probably. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think it's also like, it's like the same way you talk about racism, period. Like mm-hmm. there are tiers and yeah. I think it's important <laughs> to differentiate. No, it's true. Diet you know? racism. Yeah. yeah. No, I just and made me think say, of that sketch. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Diet, Diet racism. racism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and not to say that like, this is a racist movie, but I'm just saying like, I think there are, you know, there's levels to this shit. It's, so, yeah, you know, I, yeah, it's, there are microaggressions. Right. right. Yeah. But then the, the same thing, you know, and there's white taking place. You have to take into account, like you were saying last week, it's like, like there's context to films yes. as well mm-hmm. that I think is important to look into. So, you know, like we, we, I think we're being very upfront that we're saying we don't know much, but right. you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was, I still think it was a good film. It's a good and, story. And I want yeah. more cerebral yes. sci-fi movies. Driven by women. Driven by women. Yeah. I want more of and those. Like, yeah. Stuff that's heady and weird and like, yeah. yeah. So I thought that Fuck was yeah. dope. Also, movie will fuck you up, which is fun. Yeah, it has a lot of really interesting concepts about yeah, existence. It's it's, and oof, I was oof. like, wow. Yeah, yeah, it sticks with you. Yeah, the imagery. I, you know, you you know the part. Oh, I know the part. I I can't stop thinking about <laughs> I know, it. Same, same. <laughs> like, like I want to rewatch it. It's the yeah. kind of movie where you're like, you want to get a bunch of people together yes. and like yeah. put them on your couch and be mm-hmm. like, now watch this. Yes. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And be like, <laughs> just be like, prepare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your body's not ready. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> you know? Me too, man. Oh it's man. Like, Incep- like it, I got the vibe of inception. Definitely. Kind of. Yeah. Where you kind leave of, where it's like, you feel a little weird. Like, when you think about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the soundtrack. I listen to the soundtrack. It's good. It's, it's good. Weird. Good stuff. <laughs> it's, but in the best way. Um, all right, what else did we watch this week? We watched, we watched um, another female-driven show. Yeah. Godless. Godless. Yay. Woo. We both... <laughs> Alex, I think you have stronger feelings about it than I, it. but I, we neither of us loved the ending, but we liked, like, was so the final the battle ending. was so cool. The final... Oh. Like, you know? Yes. Okay, so I, we t- I talked about when I had, like, watched, like, right. the first two episodes, and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I hopped in. But yeah, at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that some of the critiques were ish valid ish oh, okay. about you know different moments of exposition. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, like, backstory yeah. being sexual assault, but I will right. also say that like it's got a lot of historical precedent. Right. Right. It's not like like you know when we're talking say Game of Thrones and they mm-hmm. add. A fucking full fantasy, scene. right? Right. Well, yeah, and they add a scene that's not in the books. Oh, you know what I mean? Part. Like yeah, moments yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. or something like that, where it's like there was no fucking reason for you to right. do that. Oh right. my god, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. with this, it's like I don't know if it's based on anything. I didn't. I don't know either. I didn't Google. Me but, <laughs> but you know that that is a there that is a fucking terrible and horrible thing that often happened right, to right. the women in those. Mm-hmm. in those territories because it was the wild fucking west mm-hmm. you know like wild is not a good word no it's it not that, you know like it's fun to say now but yeah. 
No, hell no. There was no, no fucking law. Right. It was right. who had a gun and who didn't. Right. And who right. had a horse and who didn't. Mm-hmm. And fuck everybody. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It was right. rough going. And that that kind of shit happened a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I think more than anything, it was it was some really fucking great performances turned in by some really dope women and that last final fucking shootout scene. It's just so fucking dope to see a bunch of women in like old timey clothes, like fucking armed to the teeth. Yeah. Ready to defend their town yeah. against this horde of bandits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the classic Western shootout, but yeah, like a bunch of but ladies. Like just fucking, like fucking a ton going, of women. Yeah. Yeah. It was that was so cool. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> that was very cool. Um, I was fucking pissed mm. about the final like moments mm-hmm. of Jeff Bridges' character. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like whatever, a climax. Right. Fuck. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah she's pretty upset i'm just uh, it just like it it they it was such an interesting concept yeah they they set themselves up like really you know comfy and on this like interesting mountain of right. concept being yeah. like here's a town of all women mm-hmm. ostensibly this could definitely have happened and may definitely like may have happened where all of the men in town die in a mine mm-hmm. what happens next mm-hmm. you know Cool, interesting, interesting topic. And I mm-hmm. feel like they didn't go like that. Like, yes, that battle scene was dope, but mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't use it as much as they could have. Like, pre- like the premise, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that, like, um, I don't remember her name even, which is very upsetting. Which character? Kate? I don't know, the braid. You know, braid. Oh, long braid. Long braid. Damn, I don't Love remember. long braid. Her She's son, great. Trucky. Yeah, love remember him. Trucky. Trucky was the most relatable I love Trucky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to picture me and Liv in the fucking Wild West, <laughs> we are Trucky falling off horses and shit. Can't Just hunt for shit. Fucking Just losing like, his mind. Too soft for this world. Yeah. Too good. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I, she, I feel like she was a promise of an incredible character and some sort of arc and some sort of like, I don't know, fuller anything plot line. Like Mm. I felt like I thought that she was going to kind of pull into a plot territory and then she never did. (laughs) And I was really bummed about it. She taught that guy how to read. Yeah. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I I wanted more. I wanted more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, out of her in a present sense. Cause they just all like the whole town thought that she was like a cursed mm-hmm. witch lady, you know, and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted more like out of her and her storyline. I don't know if they're going to do another season, but maybe if they oh. do another season, they'll kind of dive more into her. Yeah. Good point. Um, it was branded as a mini series. Oh, I think. really? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, that may have been based on Jeff Bridges involvement. Sure. But I, who knows? You Depending know? on, yeah, maybe if it they, they think continue, it does well, if they then. continue on without him. You know, I don't know, right? Um, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I I just felt like it's it promised me so much, right? Right. The setup, and then was, it gave me like eighty percent. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, super no. frustrating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, I will also agree. I just I was very I was upset by the 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 death scene of this villain. 
I I was yeah I was underwhelmed. You yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? You were like cursorily involved in the show, and you I were was. you were you were and I was even I was like ah you know. <laughs> Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. He deserved way worse. He deserved so much worse. Yeah. And it's a Western. There's so much fucked up shit you can do to people. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Eh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. That's my review of that yeah. show, if that helps at all. I don't know. That's fair. That makes sense. Well, and because Netflix took away its fucking rating system, <laughs> because I, know. I don't know, they're afraid of us. But they definitely like, are. Yo, Bright would be in the negatives. <laughs> like, <laughs> they still have their ratings. <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, but I gave it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs up. Yeah. I gave it a little yeah. thumb up. Uh-huh. I think it was more thumb up than down. Yeah, for sure. I would say it was like a seven for me. Okay. Yeah. I rated yeah. a seven. That's fair. What would that you rate sense. Annihilation? Would I rate Annihilation? I would give it an eight and a half. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I'd give the experience of seeing Annihilation yes, a nine and a half. Definitely. I think I'd also <laughs> and have then to give the movie as a whole. Like, now that I'm sober, yeah, an eight. <laughs> exactly. Right. 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 When I was high, I was like ten. You know, but like now I'm like yeah. You know. I started singing My Chemical Romances. I'm not okay. Just slowly under my breath That's as true. we walk to the um, subway. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, it was man. true. It is, that is a true story. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, we also saw the death of Stalin. Yo, that was also an A plus experience. Hilarious. Um, so this was super fun. It was by Armando Iannucci, who created Veep and the British equivalent of Veep, The Thick of It. Woo! Um, great shows. Um, great movie. It was fucking insane. Um, I I found a lot of parallels to The Great Dictator. Which I very much enjoy. I love The Great Dictator. I feel like, truly, and I don't mean this to be rude, but nearly, I think, any movie, you can find parallels to The Great Dictator. Right. Well. (laughs) Any political movie, I should say. I should qualify. That is fair. um, I think it's great, though. It's like a game. It's like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Just like, how can Liv tie it to The Great great Dictator? (laughs) I love The Great Dictator. I know you do. (laughs) <laughs> as evidenced by my premise that you do it to every political movie or media we consume it's a fun game it's like throw a movie or just live. in general the presidency Something. it feels like the great dictator which is this based reminds me on of a actual scene from the great Dic- i know i'm like i know yeah. <laughs> Woo. now continue on um, explain your premise to the listeners well, my premise is just that I think it's interesting. I think that this, um, we kind of do it, I think, in American comedy. But I think in British comedy especially, they will take, they they deal with things by just like sh- like extreme mockery, you know? Um, yes. Okay. But I think it's like, it's that. But it's dry. It's very dry. It's dry it's, mockery. It makes you uneasy. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's either absolutely dry or absolutely silly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And when it's right. when it's at its best, it's both. It is. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like extremely both. Right, right. Like when they're, okay, so in the death of Stalin. Yeah, yeah. Stalin's dead, right? <laughs> he, he does. Guess Spoiler what? alert, Spoiler. guys. Stalin dies. So Stalin's dead. Yeah. <clears throat> and his fucking ministry. Yeah. They come in and it's a bunch of old fucking weird looking dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you've seen them. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they have to fucking pick him up yeah. physically <laughs> yeah. amongst the six of them uh-huh. and carry him mm-hmm. over to his bed right, across right, right. the hall. And it's, 
it's like the most amazing yeah. sequence of bullshit yeah, right? I've seen in a long time. Because well, he apparently it's historically so he laid in his own urine for days because nobody, everyone was nobody afraid wanted to, to fucking touch do him. it. Yeah. yeah, nobody wanted to deal with yeah. it. Yeah, in the movie it's only like twelve hours. But yeah, like, yeah, it's a lot. He's just in his own piss <laughs> yeah. on the fucking carpet, and they're like, I don't know, is he dead? I don't know. Why don't you ask yeah. him? <laughs> It's so silly. He's just like gonna murder everyone, you know? Right. Yeah. They're like, if we touch him and he wakes up, we'll be shot. So yeah. No <laughs> because one we him. saw him in his own piss. <laughs> yeah. So he'll burn us alive exactly. <laughs> or whatever. Which is completely reasonable. He probably would have. Yeah. Um, I did this. I, I read a couple articles just about like what was true and what wasn't. Because oh, I fun. was very curious. So I just wanted so to. so ridiculous. I know, right? Yeah. So some of them were really funny. And I thought I could share the, the highlights of the, the true stuff. Ooh, highlight reel. Um, highlight reel. So apparently uh, he really did have. So the, the, the night of the um, concerto or whatever, there was a yeah. musical performance that he was listening to at a dinner party that ended up going until two in the morning for no reason. Um, the dinner party? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. And in the middle of the dinner party, he stood up and was they were listening to the radio and he calls the director of Radio Moscow and he's like, I like this performance that you have on. I'd like a recording and hangs up, right? <laughs> and the guy is like, holy fuck, that was Stalin. And he turns to his engineer and is like, are we recording this? The engineer's like, nah. And so that's he runs out and then he he acts. This is in the opening scene. He runs out and is like, everyone stop. And everyone freaks out and like starts ducking because they think there's a coup. Right. And then they're like, no, no, it's just we're going to do the whole thing again because Stalin wants it. So then immediately everyone runs back to their seats and starts clapping. And the applause goes on for like way too long because no one wants to be the first to stop. (laughs) The conductor passes out. Because of fear. It turns out he was drunk the whole time. The conductor? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Passes out. They have to get a new conductor. Second conductor in history was drunk. Like, he went up there and then tried to conduct. And they were like, oh, my God, this guy's drunk, too. Oh, my God. So they had to get a third one. That they didn't put in the movie because he was like, this is too much. Like, no, people won't believe this. Yeah. I I do. Like, I have heard that story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, the very truncated version of, like, once there was a fucking, right. you know, uh-huh, there uh-huh. was a concerto being mm-hmm. played. Stalin mm-hmm. wanted it. They right. made everyone go back and do yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> like right, I, right. I've heard that story, but I didn't hear the full. Like the whole thing. Right. Insanity <laughs> of it all. Like the pianist suddenly becoming a political activist and being yeah. like, I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, if you don't do it, I'll fucking kill yeah. you and all of us yeah. in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're. <laughs> I'm just picturing oh like God. us, yeah, right. Like working at that kind of a place, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is like already very close to where we were. So likely, and somebody being yeah, like, "You better story, fucking do us. this, or we'll shoot you <laughs> yeah. in the head." And we'll be like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> right. So, guys, we're gonna what do, do we it do? again. Um, <laughs> and someone just being like, "No," just being like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Oh God, fucking do it again. Fucking do it again. Just like twitching. I'm not gonna die for your fucking nope, ass. Nope. You're gonna fucking play that yeah. goddamn piano. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last goddamn thing both of us do. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was just. Um, oh my god! It was so. It's funny. like so right. Um, it was so so funny. Um, yeah, right. I want to see it again. I want to see it again too. Because I feel like we were laughing so hard at some parts that we missed 
parts. It was joke after joke, it, like, like nonstop. Um, mostly improv. I think no one's surprised. Um, yeah, that um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. and like Steve Buscemi was incredible. Steve Buscemi it. was great. He was so good. I always joke. One of my favorite jokes from fucking Family Guy was when Lois called Steve Buscemi a human cigarette, and I thought it was the most on-point description of that man. Oh my god! She goes, "He looks like a human cigarette," and I was like, "Holy shit, that's exactly what he looks like!" Oh my god, it's so funny! Um, it's so funny. But he was great. It's like in Fargo when they're like, "Oh my god!" Uh, the one guy he's like kind yes, of funny looking, yes. and you're like, "How? In what way?" And he, they just all go like. I don't know, you know, like his whole face <laughs> yes. and like body yeah. and like the way he talks and acts. <laughs> You're like, yep. all right, <laughs> like the police and like <laughs> the detective yeah, yeah. and like everybody's just kind of like, well, what did he look like? Yeah. Like, I don't know, funny, funny. looking. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's so on point. It's Steve Buscemi, but like he's so good. He's he was such great. a good actor. Oh my god, yeah. And he and like it's just so deeply funny. It's deeply dark. Don't imagine no. for one second that you're going to walk into this movie and it's just going to be a lighthearted romp the no, whole way. It's, it's deeply terrifying. It is very dark. Well. Um, you know the story about the his son, so Stalin's son, legitimately oh, yeah. lost this. That's 100% true. Okay. Like Apparently when they told him his dad had died, he was trying to coach a hockey team because he had lost he put them in a shoddy plane yeah. and then it crashed in Siberia. So he lost the entire Russian national hockey team replaced it and thought no one would notice and when they told him that his father had died he was standing on the ice pointing at the puck and be like there it is <laughs> so like these people who can't play hockey <laughs> like what it is so insane history is stranger than fiction it is it is and more funny and fucked up and weird that's the thing it's like yep. he he literally is standing there going Play better. <laughs> yeah, right. Play better. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, and the guy's like, well, if after the plane crash, and he's like, Soviet planes don't crash. No one is dead. <laughs> and I was like, oh my it's god. So funny, it's so funny. Just like lied about the death of like many men. I know, right? A whole hockey what the team. Fuck. Yeah, completely. Um, Jesus Christ. And, and it's oh funny. My God, when he gets kicked in the stomach and rolls over oh himself God, yeah. on the floor, it, uh, there's some great moments of physical comedy in there this. There are. There really are. I think that, like, what's really interesting about Ayanuchi's stuff is it's so smart and talky yeah. and, like, bantery and back and forth and cool yes. in that way. But he also always always has consistent physical comedy. Mm -hmm. That's very like, throughout true. Throughout Veep. That's true. And, yeah. like, and death of Stalin for yeah, sure like yeah. <laughs> it's amazing to me that in a brainy weird talky you know cerebral comedy he's always able to get yeah. some really incredible physical for comedy. sure for sure right you know he 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 manages to get he gets like physical comedy talky comedy wordplay and great performances yeah somehow, all at once it's it is absolutely like a masterclass in like double speak yes oh my god like almost every line could be interpreted the opposite mm -hmm. way of what it sounds like coming out of their mouth you know and they're and they're constantly trying to cover their own asses yeah. and like that's that's why they speak like that <laughs> right, is because right. they just they're the ones who have survived this long because whatever they say to Stalin they have been able to cover themselves right, and right. like I actually said what I meant at the opposite yeah <laughs> you know and they're like 
He's like, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> literally, it's like all they do. Yeah. And they like go home after like being drunk with Stalin and like have their wives transcribe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, jokes that they told that he liked and that what he didn't crazy. like. Yeah, and right? like different things like that. It's so funny. Then the next morning, and like, scary. It's like his it's wife, like, like yeah, right? The Steve Buscemi's wife was like, he was getting ready. <laughs> he was like, okay, he, she thought, he thought the farmer was funny. All right. The prisoner's not funny. He's like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> the duck, not funny. Yeah. He was like, the duck? Yeah. What? Oh, no. I said the truck. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, or whatever. She's like, well, you were She's like, drunk. You were the one yeah. who was drunk. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just wrote what you said. Yeah. That was really funny. <laughs> Hey, in case you forgot, you're listening to the Ridiculous People podcast. You are. We're still being ridiculous, talking about movies and TV. Um, I'm Alex Shannon. I'm Liv Sengor. Um, That's who those voices belong to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is Alex. And and this one's Liv. Got that? One of these days, right let's switch, down. confuse everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but Alex, tell us about, we're talking about comedy, we're talking about TV, we're talking about Veep. This is a seamless, seamless segue. Tell word, us about word, word, comedy word. television. Another HBO comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am obsessed with crashing. Mm-hmm. I love crashing. Pete Holmes's show on HBO, mm-hmm. it's another half hour comedy. It is so fun and dumb mm. and sweet and smart all at the same time. Um, And it's about the comedy scene in New York. Mm. And it's about like the real life happenings of Pete Holmes's like beginning of his career. Um, His like in the pilot episode and like within a week span in his (laughs) real life, his wife left him for another man. He was homeless and mugged in the subway. (laughs) Sleeping on his friend's couch and trying to become a comedian professionally. Had no job of his own because um, he was relying on the income of his wife, right? Who was supporting him, quote unquote. <laughs> um, yeah, and like he, you know, it, it's a really interesting fish out of water story because he was like he grew up super religious and super straight laced, and um, he's kind of thrown in the deep end, you know, on of his own volition. Like sure. he wants to be a part of the com- like the comedy scene, right? But also is like kind of confronted with all of these like hardened smoking, drinking, spitting, (laughs) fucking, you know, comedians. And he's like, I just want people to have fun, you know? (laughs) And and like, well, the way that John Mulaney describes him, he described Pete to Pete on his own talk show that he had uh, a little while ago on TBS. He said, you were wearing billowing khakis over (laughs) blue New Balances and the same zip-up fleece every time I saw you. Oh, my God. Like, this man stuck out like a sore goddamn thumb. Oh, yeah. And it's really fun to watch him, like, go through the world like a fucking duckling, (laughs) you know? Um, Because he's also, like, six foot six or something crazy. And um, Yeah, and there's a bunch of really awesome actually incredible comedians in in, in the show because he's friends with a lot of them and um you know like he crashes on Sarah Silverman's couch and she's playing herself like they're all playing themselves in the show and you get to see you know the evolution of bits of theirs like they'll do a bit of stand-up comedy and like if their character remains on the show for more than one episode you watch them do that bit like a couple different more times you know like it's cool it's interesting to see and like, right right um kind of yeah, I don't know. It does a lot of demystifying of like 
how people get into comedy mm-hmm. and how hard it is and how it's such a fucking racket and mm-hmm. you have to you have to like pay to play mm-hmm. to get stage time or like and what barking is and like McDougal and shit right. and like you know we've been like accosted by like warring barkers Ooh, you know what God, I mean when we're right? trying to get to that one dollar beer uh, two dollar beer one dollar pizza place oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're just like two barkers coming up to us being like great comedy great comedy yeah, right? tonight no no right. over here over here they'll like walk with you for a few you know and you're yeah like, and it's like the two competing clubs yeah. and whatever yeah um so like what happens is they write their name on the back for people who don't know they mm-hmm. write their name on the back of the flyers and then if you go in um with their flyer you get like a you know two for one special or you get free drinks or whatever but um then the at the end of the night they get to go up if a certain amount of their flyers were brought into the club so it's such a fucking racket yeah right like sarah silverman barked the exact same corner Mm -hmm. that pete holmes barked Mm -hmm. and like both of them are comedy legends now you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they both are like actually real humans yeah Yeah, they're living off of it yeah Yeah. you know and have very successful shows or you know have non-successful shows and then successful shows right keep getting to do it yeah definitely definitely um, yeah so it's it's really cool um highly recommend that show it's it's a good comedy but it's just got also like a lot of heart and it's just kind of like an interesting deep dive into a very specific scene in a really like honest way mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, right i don't know right. i feel like i feel like a, nobody starts their show about being a comedian at the part where they're not good yet for sure that's and that's very this is the first show that i've seen where he's like genuinely not good right in right. the beginning uh-huh, he's uh-huh. not funny mm-hmm. he's like talking about like falling ro- falling rock signs or whatever mm-hmm. he's like i can't believe it's like says caution falling rock and it's like well what am i supposed to do <laughs> or whatever and it's like this is terrible weird, joke yeah. <laughs> no <What? laughs> how relatable are falling rock signs like it's just like <laughs> bizarre you know and he's doing it at the boston comedy club oh. in new york which is like a right. grungy fucking yeah. place <laughs> and he's up there in his little fucking you know, shined up shoes being like, hi guys, it's me, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Um, yeah, I can't recommend that show anymore. Everybody watch it. I'm going to watch it. So everyone else also watch it. You should. It's thrown me into like a total hole of like him and all his comedian friends mm-hmm. that I've, I was already slowly getting into mm-hmm. like uh, Chris Gethard mm-hmm. and like, I mean, Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, obviously, like right. I just saw John Mulaney live and, mm-hmm. you know, Kroll show has always been kind of like on my radar and I always liked him when he guested on stuff, but I didn't, I never really, oh, have you watched the Kroll show? I haven't really fully Kroll gotten into the Kroll show. Weird. I know Kroll shows are, I've seen <laughs> clips. Like I've never yeah, yeah, sat yeah. down and watched like, like many, watched the, yeah. many episodes in a row. Like I've never binge watched it. Binge you know? watched. But like, Oh, hello. I fucking love oh, that hello shit. Oh, great. Yeah. I love that shit. So I watched Big Mouth. Ah, uh, yes. As well. I finally watched mm-hmm. it. What do you think about Big Mouth? Because you didn't, you you gave it like a six, right? I spoke about it on, yeah, I spoke about it on the, on, on this Just very Just remind early. me. I, I mean, I thought it was, it definitely had a lot of funny moments. It was not my kind of humor. I found, I spent a lot of it, I feel like, grossed out. Um, yeah, I feel like I like gross humor more than you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. I get so- it from my mother. My mother's such a prude, but I'm not that much of a prude. Hey, mom. Love you. Shout out. She's listening to this. Um, Hi. Hi. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was. It's so funny yeah. because I feel like 
often we talk about how like you're kind of like a 16 year old boy in your taste and I'm like a 45 year old gay man Mm -hmm. in my taste. (laughs) Yeah. And like usually that holds up except for when it comes to like gross out humor and then I'm like always down (laughs) and you're like it's just too it's just a bit crude you know and I'm like god damn it why am I not like that? (laughs) But why am I like that? I don't know. Why do I turn into a I don't know. I love like woman? super boring old British things that like <laughs> where it's just all longing glances. But then at the same time, you know, like Nick Kroll makes a cum joke and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in. You know, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. what's the problem? I don't, I don't know I don't what know. it is, but maybe know. it's like the Philly in me. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's funny. I fucking, maybe. I fucking loved Big Mouth. I thought it was so funny mm-hmm. and so interesting and weird and... Yeah, I just thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also love how they animated him. Oh, I know that Nick. was that was he's great, so cute. Though. That he's was so fantastic. little. It looks just like his him head too. Is his, I was as like, big as crazy. his entire body. I know, right? I liked the little. Um, I yeah, no, I did think, and I thought the concept was really interesting. Like, I totally get yeah. it. You know what I mean? I know. I'm not thinking um, like, oh, it's over your head, Olivia. No. <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, she probably didn't laugh as hard as I yeah. did when like the furry dicks crawled away from the hormone monster. No, I did not. You know, and I'm like, like no. <laughs> and they're like squeaking and I'm like, lol. When she's like, her vagina is Kristen Wiig. I was like, why am I doing, why are we doing this? <laughs> I thought that was so fun. <laughs> I, don't know. I, was like, okay. I thought that was really, I thought that was really funny and sweet that like, the, like when men think about their penis, they kind of like get freaked out, but are just kind of like whatever. But like with women, it's like, hey girl, what's up? Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's just me. I'll be down here. Okay. <laughs> Have fun. Bye. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It was just like, I thought it was so fun and clever. And Does yours like, have a name? Mine has a name. My boobs have a name and my vagina has a name. Whoa, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Cut that out. <laughs> Maybe I'm not yet a woman. <laughs> Clearly, you didn't name clearly, your private I haven't parts. named my genitalia properly. Yeah, clearly. People, That's what makes you an adult. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. if we're going to talk about puberty, yeah, puber yeah, yeah. me, hashtag, whatever. Like, uh, growing up, my friends that were women, that yeah. were straight women, wanted to name my breasts more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I was, of course, the first and most developed of my friends. And so they were like, well, what are your boobs names? I think you should name them this. Like, I can't tell you how many pitches. I don't know. I've gotten so many pitches pitches. over the years. I'm not going to lie to you. I've gotten a lot of pitches from what I should name my breasts. To to name someone else's People think they can just talk about them because they're there. Oh, dear. (laughs) It is really strange. Um, I think it's funny because I always go like, I don't find a need to name it. It's like, do you you have your like, do you have a name for your hand? No. Well, then, yeah, that's just how I feel about bits, it. Not the like, <laughs> boring fun bits. bits. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna name my fucking forearm. Who cares? You know. <laughs> okay. Word. Um, I think the only thing I've ever referred to. <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this. This is so weird. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, we have to cut all of this. When you said like, when you were like, no, I don't have a name for my fucking vagina. I was like, ah, all right, moving on. <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe we'll hashtag be brave and keep going. <laughs> We're leaning in. I'm leaning in with my breasts and the nicknames that I didn't give them. Yeah. Um, I've only ever referred to my breasts as maybe sometimes the boys. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. <laughs> because, it, you know, they're always causing me trouble. Right. 
Right. So I'm like, these boys. These, yeah, I don't know. In general, I'm in a, I'm in a Mulaney, Kroll, mm. Pete Holmes, Chris mm-hmm. Gethard, like, hole of, like, this kind of, I don't know, really. And, like, Kumail is, like, yeah, friends with them, right. too. And, like, I don't know. It's, like, this whole corner of comedians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um... Pete Holmes and Chris Gethard both have like really popular podcasts. Right, right. That you should listen to after, after our podcast. <laughs> How dare you? Don't switch. Don't you if dare you switch, click we away. We'll find you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I mean, whatever. Like I listen to like 1,800 yeah. podcasts oh, a week. Um, yeah. But, but I really like both of their podcasts mm, and mm-hmm. um, I kind of got into, so I kind of got into like Chris Gethard's stuff like ass backwards mm-hmm. um with beautiful <laughs> anonymous um which is featured on this american life actually i know oh of course you know <laughs> fuck me <laughs> whatever <laughs> whenever i try to tell you anything about anything podcast related you're always like i know <laughs> i'm like oh well fine it's because i have a problem no but i was excited <laughs> because you told me about it and i was like oh I'm like i know what this is you know yeah beautiful yeah. anonymous is yeah. it's really interesting um but yeah, it, like his comedy is like very weird and like rock and roll and yeah. kind of like off the fucking wall mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been I've been really interested in in what kind of comedy they're mm-hmm. all trying to craft. Right, right. You know, definitely. Because they all come from like a similar space, but they're all like doing it in very different ways. Interesting stuff. to see like the offshoots of it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. There's some funny guys, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really only familiar with Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll more intimately because of Kroll's show. But um and John Mulaney. But I like Yeah, they're the most of, Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Of all the I'm just all the so folks. mainstream, I guess. You are. <laughs> God, get on my fucking level, would you? Um but yeah, big, big, big fan. So Everyone listen to Pete Holmes and Chris Gethard's podcast after this and then watch. Um, watch our shows. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's really interesting. Chris Gethard has a public access show. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, the Chris Gethard show. Huh. It, there are there are ads for it on the subway. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's, it's actually going to be on True TV now. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's... It's That's kind of dope. It, it is, and yeah. it's like super weird and interesting, and it's right. like improv... I think almost all of it's improv because he's like mm. one of the original original yeah, UCB right, guys. Right. He taught Pete Holmes improv at UCB. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, crazy. that's how they met. That's oh, how they damn. became friends, uh-huh. which is so interesting. Um, yeah, and he, uh, they do like challenges and like there's music. His wife was like part of the band on the show, which is like how he met her. Uh-huh. And like, um, there's a lot of integration with like the internet as mm-hmm. well, like with tweets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has like a huge cult following. Yeah. Right. Um, I imagine. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I think I'm probably going to try to like get into that a little bit. Maybe I can Definitely. review that here. Yeah. Um, once I get my hands on some more episodes, <laughs> I have to watch it. Yeah. You know, that's true. watch more of it to, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tell you what I think. You gotta. That's that's true. That's uh, part of reviewing. You gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, yeah, I really come to like be obsessed with him through his podcast. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just him talking to an honest people. It sounds beautiful. super dope. The yeah. parts that I've heard, I've heard parts of episodes and the This is American Life thing, and it was yeah. So I'm like, cool. I'm just always out here for people who are super funny and super yeah, talented. Yeah. Also promoting like be nice to other people. Definitely, yes. You know, yes, that's so. And true. I feel like that's, that's so what true. all of those guys are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. and like, like Kroll is like 
more edgy, I think, than all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think he he's not as mean as you as no. like one might think. Like, no, if you look really at his not. jokes, he's usually really not. It's Mm-mm. really nothing that crazy. No, uh-uh. like most of the stuff that he does is general satire, right? With right. Mulaney and stuff, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's it's really cool to see. Um, them trying to push boundaries on like what comedy is and bringing the alt comedy scene to like the mainstream. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm very interested. Word. Michelle's like, keep us posted on your. I want to go see some of Crashing filming this summer. It's filming Ooh. here in New York this summer, season oh, three. Nice. And I think we should like go like check out some of the sets or whatever. Yeah, dope. See what we can see. We should talk to people too. We might know people involved distantly. Yeah, we probably do. You know? Friends Not of friends even at distantly. Least. Or maybe honestly. just friends. We yeah. probably know people. But yeah. um <laughs> but at the very least, like they shoot fucking around where we used to go to school. Like For sure, they, right, they, right. You know what I mean? Like McDougal. Yeah, like, it's right there. We just fucking go get a slice. So we gotta and, go back to two dollar beer, one dollar pizza too. Yeah, we'll just get like a beer and a pizza and sit there and be like, hey. Yeah. You know? That'd be dope. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> We're making plans on this podcast. You guys can't come. <laughs> you guys can come. You can't you sit with us. Um, yeah. And if maybe we dress like normal people, we could be asked to be extras. <laughs> okay. So here's a That's fun true. story we for you. Tone the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we once were in college. We were once in college. So young, sweet lasses bless in college. Yeah. And bless our hearts. <laughs> and they were shooting uh, a one Andrew Garfield Spider Man. <laughs> Boo. <but> Boo. <laughs> Just blocks from our apartment. Yeah, yeah. And we were tired. We were. And we were, you know, being college And yeah. so we were in sweatpants yeah. and no makeup and messy buns. And we Lord. thought, wow, I just am focusing on my career <laughs> and my mind. And then we show up to see this fucking thing and they're picking people yeah. to be in the crowd. Yep. At this like holiday market mm-hmm. scene, mm-hmm. and we're standing there, and I literally watched some guy look at me, look directly mm-hmm. behind me, point over me, and go, "Hey, you want to be an extra in this movie?" <laughs> and to the girl behind me, and I'm like, "What the damn?" Fuck? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's because I was dressed like a fucking gremlin, but like, <laughs> could have been in Spider Man. <laughs> so you know, if we dress like we, you know, would dress to like go to brunch, which right, is right. To say a little nicer than usual, yes, <laughs> but still yeah. edgy and fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're so New maybe York, we can just but... walk behind people yeah, and yeah, be yeah. extras in the scene. Oh yeah, and then we'll be like, I was in crashing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh hearing my, my friends who are professional extras like in oh, my like, ear, right, just going right. like. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It'd be so bad. Whatever, just for street scenes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, they we'll do, do that a, sometimes. Yeah, walk by. It's yeah, fine. Whatever. Still a cool story. We can tell it on the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> Nobody pays extra outside of LA anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, see? I actually already made that joke on Twitter when they were talking about paid activists, when oh. there was like that like rumor oh, yeah, going that around. Was weird. I I literally was like, I knew that was a lie from the get-go yeah, because right. nobody pays extras outside yeah. of LA. <laughs> pay activists. Also, where the fuck are these nonprofits gonna get any money? <laughs> they don't pay people ever. No. I mean, you know how many times I've been they, I've been offered like a lead role in a student film that doesn't oh. pay anything. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> you know, or like I, mostly short mine. film for exposure. <laughs> right, right, you right. Know, or whatever. So real. Yeah. yeah. And then that's where all of the actors post that fucking uh screen cap of what's that fucking old timey video game that says like you have died from exposure. Oh, I don't know. 
Oregon Trail. Oh, Oregon Trail. The Oregon I Trail see. screen cap that just says you have died from exposure. Because oh. it's always like, um, no compensation, but like exposure. And um, we'll give you uh, the film for your reel. It's like, Lord. fuck you. Yeah. I could shoot something for my reel outside my apartment right now if it's I really true. wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> Pay me. The iPhone 7 camera is better than whatever camera they're using. Shot on an iPhone X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's better than that shit they give us in film school. Anyway. Um, true. <laughs> at this point, absolutely. I know. It's really sad. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, guys, we're going to be in Crashing is the moral of that story. Yeah, um, I just decided. Yeah, we're going to be on TV. Yeah, our fucking four foot ass <laughs> selves are going to be standing next to six foot 19 you just pee see, like, the top of our little heads. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anywho. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Upcoming, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to be very excited for oh, okay. the second season of Versailles. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Bit it's of a tone back. change. It is. <laughs> But I'm really pumped. It's on Netflix and I just realized it now. So anybody who knew that before me, fuck you. Why didn't you text me and tell me? Why didn't you text her? Why didn't you text me? This is more her 45-year-old gay man taste. Yes. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like wig porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and a bunch of like a man with a very thin mustache like who looks like a more interesting Jared Leto yeah, like yeah, yeah. running around in a nightgown being like, Where's my mistress? I'm building a palace. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very... I like it's very, it. It's yeah, fun. It's alley, everybody. Yeah. I like a good period piece. Yeah. You know me. I you know. know me. Yeah. It's political drama, it intrigue, yeah. mm-hmm. sexual tension, mm-hmm. sometimes just sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It, they shoot it actually in Versailles. I know. Which yeah, takes, which is why it, it's crazy. It takes so long to right. fucking make it. It's, it's like, beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautifully done. The production design on that mm. shit is impeccable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will be reporting back on that. Um, I would briefly. Well, she's not. Just you're talking about holes. I, I'm also. I'm in a Ryan Coogler hole, which is so mm. frustrating because he has. Three I was like holes movies. with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I was like guys. Just watched Holes. Holes for the first time. Hey, I would love. I love my favorite movie. movie. I would um, love to rewatch that movie. We should. We should sign up. Rewatch Holes. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm in a Ryan Coogler hole. Yeah, it's frustrating. He has a bunch of short films and three feature films. One of which I've seen so many times. Same. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so I just rewatched Creed, which I had only seen once. Um, and it was uh. It was, it, was, it was great. I had a great time. This is my 16-year-old boy taste. And I was like, this is awesome. I love the Rocky um, movies. You have to watch Creed. I still so haven't Philly. seen Creed. I know. Well, I know. It's fucking Rocky. <laughs> I know. It's the most Philadelphia thing in the entire world. Yeah. We have our favorite athlete, and he's yeah. fictional. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm obs- I was obsessed with the Rocky movies, mm-hmm. and then I watched Rocky Four, and I was like... <sighs> Stop. Yeah. This is the <laughs> and best. And then they didn't stop. And then they kept going. And now it got better, though. I hear this is the, the best one since. Swung back. It's the best one since the first one. Okay. Hands down. That easily. makes sense. That makes Even sense. like hardcore fans of the first one are like, this is on the same level. I do. Honestly, I've seen a lot of boxing movies. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> I don't know. Why? What do you mean, I bet? I don't know. I feel oh. like people from Philadelphia like boxing movies. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've seen a lot of them. Mm. I don't like a lot of them. I've seen a lot of right, them. I've right. been like excited by a lot of them and yeah. then I like watch it and I hate it. Like Did The Fighter. You... Oh, I didn't see that. I was I didn't like it as much as I wanted to. Do you like Million Dollar Baby? Oh, I never saw that one. It was very sad. Yeah. A lot of them are usually. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah, I like the Rocky movies. They're fun. You gotta watch Creed. Um, I do. It's interesting to see. I think Ryan Coogler explores black masculinity in interesting ways. Mm, that's um, like a through line. I mean, his, his in his, all his three movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and sort of taking... He's a young creative still. He's a young creative. I'm realizing, too, how much of like him is in all of these characters who are always played by Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting to watch in tandem with everyone talking about Black Panther and what that means, you know, representation-wise. It's It was cool to watch that. And he... Um, he gave, I, I appreciate that he gives his women respect. Word. <laughs> which is such a low <laughs> bar, but like, it's true. And I was, um, I agree with it's you. It's notable, which is, yeah. Yikes. I love, um, I love going through, you know, any artist's mm-hmm. like full, like if you like get to zoom out and yeah. look at their full body of work. Yeah. Um, and kind of track mm-hmm. where they're going, where they're headed, the yeah, things right? that really drive them. I think it's, I think it's so interesting. It is interesting. And right? I think that a lot of times, you can pick up on stuff that maybe they don't want to or right, like right, yeah. um, maybe like if they became aware of, they wouldn't be as good at it or For something. Sure. That's you true. Know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. That's how I felt about like Tracy Letts. Mm. The, he's oh, he's an actor. Yeah, he's yeah. a film actor. People might know him from, uh, he was just in Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. He played the dad in Lady yeah. Bird. Uh, he's a Pulitzer Prize winning playwright. Playwright, yeah. Um, and he was also on si- he was also on the Festivus episode of Seinfeld. He was, yeah, oh, which yeah. he still gets checks for like every Ooh. year. Ooh, it's so damn. funny. <laughs> I know. I like there was like an NPR interview, and he's like, I got like a twelve dollar check for that fucking episode like every couple weeks. <laughs> he's like, that fucking episode is gonna keep me fucking float. Um, it's so funny. He's like, a man was writing an entire book about that one episode and like contacted me, and I was like, why the fuck are you contacting me? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, he like I, you know, looking at a lot of his different plays, like you can see, you can kind of track right the right. story yeah, yeah, that yeah. he wants to tell overall. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in in an interesting kind of way. Or, and like when you look at their biography, yeah, and then look at their body of work, yes, and go that's like, a, yeah, right, mm, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I, I loved watched, doing uh, it. It's so fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Kugler's definitely concerned with redefining black masculinity. And it's interesting because when you watch his interviews, he doesn't code switch mm. um, like a lot of black uh, m- male, a lot of times, uh, celebrities do. Mm. And there was an interview with Michael B. Jordan on Jesus and Miro, which I remember watching and being like, interesting. He's not code switching. He usually code switches um, yeah. in interviews. He's not code switching here. But he brought it up and was like, he was like, Brian is always from Oakland and, you know, he never changes, you know, and it was really interesting to see that. That's cool. So I think he's definitely concerned with that kind of thing. So I'm very curious. It's a noble thing to be concerned with. Yeah, right. It's an interesting and worthy topic to Mm -hmm. delve deeper into. Yeah. When strong, interesting, powerful men like Mm -hmm. Ryan Coogler really invest in making yeah. like movies where like he explores masculinity in an interesting nuanced yeah. way. Right. It can only help. Definitely. You know, that's so true. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm going to, I'm falling into that hole. I'm going to watch his shorts at some point, watch Fruitvale when I want to cry. Find, yeah. How do you find um, the shorts? They're just like it's online. Hard. Cause he went to USC oh, and fun. he's pretty YouTube. young. So it's like, yeah, it's just kind of up there on Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Staff pick. Um, yeah. 
Well, that we'll transition right into the internet junk drawer that that uh, Jesus and Miro uh, interview. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy, you were just saying you just referenced it. I so, did reference. Yeah. I referenced. Well, yeah, this is a different. Well, speaking of Jesus and Miro, there is some. Oh, great, it's a different. It's a different interview. It's a different interview. Oh, it's a fucking clusterfuck. So Jesus and Miro, okay, are comedians. If yeah. you are unfamiliar with them, they have a Jesus and Miro show on Vice, the late night show. They also are the Bodega Boys of the Bodega Boys podcast. Um, they um just basically like read the news and shoot the shit like any other late night person mm-hmm. does. They do a little bit more black centric stories, but not necessarily. They do politics too. Mm-hmm. But um, they did this one story about DJ Envy, who's one of the hosts of the Breakfast Club, and he was cheating on his wife. Okay, Ooh. he was cheating on his wife, and then he goes on a national fucking tour of a bunch of syndicated talk shows mm-hmm. talking about how like oh i'm like yes i cheated on my wife just because he got caught and like <laughs> his wife was there and was like yeah like we it was very hard and we're still working through it and he was just like yeah like in the streets i was dj envy but you know with her i was someone else and like all this shit so they were obviously making fun of it because it's hilarious yeah and like <laughs> right so they were making fun of it and like i guess Jesus was like i didn't even hear it but it was like he claimed envy claims that Jesus like said that his wife only stayed with him because of the check, which then they played the clip back and I'm like, did he? I mm. don't, He's, I don't he like implied it or I something. Yes. That was his idea, but I don't know. It's iffy. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were making fun of him more. Yeah. More right. than her. Yeah. Right. So like, I didn't, uh, you know, they hardly mention her. Uh-huh. They're just talking about how he looks like, a pimp in Miami or he's about to go to Essence Fest because of the, his outfit. You know, it's like that kind of shit, you know? It's like funny. Also, he cheated yeah. on his wife. So like, that's fair yeah, game. And then they go on The Breakfast Club and literally it's like the most light-skinned drama. Like this guy, DJ MB, is literally like, here, I'm here with the dickhead and pussy. Oh. And Dia Samira like, are you fucking kidding me? It's oh the most, God. he's wearing like a passive aggressive hat that's like real enemies or some Drake shit. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know. And like, we're like real friends, but enemies. A passive aggressive shit. hat. It's like, what? So, oh my Stop. God. I know. I'm like, put your vagina back into your skirt, sweetie. But like, Lord. he's literally like, so he comes on and he's like, well, like I'm mad because like you disrespected like my wife, you know? And Jesus literally was like, okay, I apologize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he, he's like, I feel like I didn't, you know? And they like, mm-hmm. played the clip and he's like, listen. And he was like, it's, I'm fair game, but like, you leave my wife and kids out of it. And he was like, I apologize. Mm-hmm. We're talking face to face about this. You know, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. I make fun of people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. He literally apologized, you know? Yeah. Even though he did not have to. But, you know. Yeah. And then at some point in the middle of the interview, his interview on The Breakfast Club, DJ Envy gets up and leaves the room, like storms off like a fucking toddler. Oh, my God. And everyone was like, did he just leave the interview? And then, like, thank God, Jesus and Miro just kind of, like, laugh it off and make, like, a tame joke. And then they, like, continue with the interview, which made Envy look mad petty. But then it was, like, this whole thing on Twitter about, like, who, like, was was he right or something like that? And oh my god, yo, it's this bunch of like people. Okay, a Envy's the one who cheated on his wife. So why is he talking about them disrespecting her? Like yeah, this is well, obviously his thing. own guilt. Like I just I am so over this whole like comedians have to apologize for everything no, that they yeah, what the fuck comment on. Yeah, that is their job. Like the whole idea 
of a comedian goes as far back as like the fucking jester is the only person that gets to make fun of the king. Right. You know, and that's the idea is like comedians get to make fun of rich and powerful people and point out them being fucking assholes. Yeah. Because no one else is going to do it and no one else feels like they can do it. And they get to hide behind how much people laugh at it. Right. And that's right. the fun game we've been playing for eons. Yes. Centuries. Shut the fuck up. DJ Envy, I've never heard of okay, you exactly. until literally <laughs> just now. Until this minute when you told me right. that story. I've yeah. never heard of him otherwise. Mm-hmm. I've heard of The Breakfast Club. Yeah. I don't give a shit about who this person is. So mm-hmm. fuck this guy. Yeah. But like, you know, clearly he has a following. Yeah. Whatever, but like you get to get made fun of because you fucked up and you put it in the public world and you talked about it in the public world. And even if you didn't, like when you're a public figure, that just kind of is what comes with the territory. And I'm sorry, fuck you. Women always get way worse. Yes. And deal with it way better. And your poor fucking wife now has to stay with your ass to help your career for the next however X amount of time because if she just left you and Mm -hmm. didn't stay with you, then your entire life would be in fucking the toilet Yeah, exactly. So I don't give a shit about this guy and I'm automatically going to side with Daisy Zemiro because clearly they had nothing to hide because they went on his show. Yeah. And that's like not anything. I would argue they didn't have to do that. No, and honestly, uh-uh. yeah, they shouldn't have. Like, they shouldn't have even given him the time of day. Well, they, they should have been like, Fuck they just off. they just went on for an interview because they're friends with Charlemagne, Charlemagne right. God. So like, I know Charlemagne. They just went. They just went because they they were like, oh, let's go for an interview, and they were like, okay. And but then, it had like, just happened. Like it was just, it was just weird it was like timing. A couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. So it, it was had, like weird it was timing in the past. Okay. That's why, like, after he stormed out, they're like, I don't get it. If he's so mad about this, why didn't he like? He has our number. He could have texted us. You know, like. <laughs> Because like, he's a fucking, so fucking asshole. Weird. That's so stupid. Um, everyone was like, he went, he definitely left and then went outside and punched the air a few times and then <laughs> cried. You know, <laughs> 100% what happened. So that's my internet junk drawer. I had to weigh in. Oh my God. Everyone on Traversy was freaking out, but most of my, most of my friends were like, yeah, he's tripping. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, um, yeah, I'm almost always going to side with a comedian in that kind of situation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-mm. You just can't take it. Mm-mm. That's not a case of someone not being PC or, you know, telling a bad joke. Like, it, no. It wasn't even a bad joke. It Fuck was it. funny. This segment was funny. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, He looked man. like he was going to Essence Fest. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's Liv's Internet Junk Drawer. Yeah. Um, and just a quick little fun internet junk drawer for me. There's this video of Kendall Jenner putting her makeup on, quote unquote, that I saw on Twitter. <laughs> and it looks like really like indie and like, um, I don't know. It's like highly filtered, yeah. you know, it's like very like soft focus and like weird music. And she's just kind of like touching her face and she's like, you know, you just have to sometimes you just want to feel beautiful or whatever and like starts to do her makeup and it looks like it's just going to be like an ad for something right, like right. it looks like a glossy ad yeah. or something yeah um and then she just like slowly it's draws so glasses on her face with <laughs> eyeliner 
And then someone retweeted the video and was like, when you were putting your makeup on, stoned out of your gourd. (laughs) I really liked the way that that was phrased. And I just liked those two things paired together. It's just a great visual. It's very funny. It's a great tweet. Do you know what that video was? No, I have no idea. It was probably some late night thing. Or something. I mean, I don't know. It was it was something. (laughs) It was like it was some comedy sketch thing or something that she was doing. But I just loved that tweet. It was so perfect. It's like a twenty second clip of her like looking pretty and then like doing that to her face. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's just fun. It's It's just good, clean fun. It's good. It's good, clean fun tweet with a good bizarre video out of your gourd (laughs) i love the word gourd it's great it's great to use in the context of being stoned too i think that should enter the popular culture (laughs) stoned out of your gourd heard it here first on the ridiculous (laughs) second on the ridiculous people podcast (laughs) yeah credit to that twitter user that fucking wrote that viral tweet that i just talked about <laughs> on my podcast good job listen <laughs> it's 2018 and this is what's happening and you steal other people's work and hawk it as your own yeah anyway welp welp this has been a wild ride on the ridiculous people podcast as always you know yeah just follow me on fucking twitter and instagram man at alex shan a-l-u-x-s-h-a-n or Follow the whole show at a ridiculous pod on Twitter. Yeah, that's Where it. Right, I you? forgot. Yeah, okay. And then I'm You're Liviosa. Here. <laughs> I'm here too. Um, uh, Liviosa, L I V I O S A H on that's Twitter right. and Instagram. That's right. Oh God. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook, uh, Ridiculous People Productions. Keep up with all the other garbage we're up to. Lots of fun stuff. So much. And please uh, like and 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 review and subscribe and all that good Liv stuff. Liv knows how to talk. God, I just like completely <laughs> forgot. I know. I don't even... Oh God. Rate, review, and subscribe. Great. What did I say? Like? Yeah. Well, like You looked at me and you looked so lost. And I you, forgot your eyes great. were saying help me yeah. and your mouth was saying like yeah. <laughs> rate rate is the word i was looking for anyway yeah. guys thanks for listening to us talk for this past oh my god this is painful <laughs> all right come back next week we'll see you then bye <laughs>